Welcome back to Growth Purposes Only Podcast with me, your host, Princess Serafina. Don't forget to like and subscribe our video on YouTube for Growth Purposes Only. Also, sign up for our waiting list, the description in the bio, and you'll be able to have access to episodes, content, media, and so much more. Also, you can also request to be a guest host on the waiting list as well. So let's get into today. First, I wanted to send a special thank you out to everyone who has supported me and my first season. This has been very hard for me to share, and it really took a lot of courage for me to get up here and do this for you guys. It's so I'm being so vulnerable and so open, and I'm also have so many nerves going on at the same time. So I really do appreciate everyone who has supported me thus far. We are at the end of season one, and it has been a journey. <laughs> All of it's a journey. So, yeah, a special thank you to everyone who has supported me. Your support doesn't go unnoticed. No matter how much I get discouraged and everything, I'm happy to know that people are still checking in and asking me how things are going. I really appreciate it. For all the people who have subscribed, reshared videos and shorts, for me, I really appreciate every single one of you. This season was so personal, just sharing different stories in my life. And I haven't even really gotten into depth of it, but I hope over time I'm able to open up a little bit more for you guys as it becomes familiar for me. So definitely thank you for moving at a pace with me to be able to share with you. Everything that I share has really has such depth to it and I sometimes feel too open or sometimes I want to close off a little bit but I think it if I give you guys the raw uncut version you'll get the full glimpse of how I came here and how things have impacted me over time one of the things that has impacted me a lot is forgiveness I was very open about how hard it was to forgive myself but it was a little bit easier to forgive other people that has a lot to do with me people pleasing, not wanting to be mad at people, just accepting the what they gave me. This past weekend, I went to a comedy show. Um, I want to thank my older sister, Ebony. She gave me some tickets just by, just randomly, and I had such a great time. We got to see Alfred Kanga. Uh, hopefully, I'm pronouncing it right, but he is like phenomenal like laughing for days cheeks swole everything I got a picture with him at the end he's like new and up and coming he's not from here so I was excited to see someone else on their journey get their flowers for their work he was to die for so if you didn't get to see him I recommend the next time he comes you get to support him the reason why um this situation is so familiar or so remarkable for me me and my sister's relationship has been so up and down since we were kids. And even with my other sisters, too, my dad has a few kids. So I think our relationships have always been fun, but there's a lot of backstory or a lot of pain that they share or they experience and project onto me. And maybe my other siblings, too, but this is personal, so I'm going to speak on my behalf. Especially my older sister, we've had a lot of ups and downs in our relationships. We've had times where we've disagreed, we fought, we've blamed each other, we blamed our father. It's a lot of turmoil that goes into this relationship. And before I became who I am today, I didn't understand and I took everything personal and I've learned to realize that a lot of what people do 
has everything to do with them. So not to take things personal. My sister and I tried to bond numerous amounts of times throughout our relationship. It always somehow gets to the bottom of how I feel is jealousy or envy maybe is the appropriate word for it. We've had situations where everybody would see us together and be like, you guys look alike. And then she would go, well, she got the body, but I got the face, like comparing us. And that has done a lot to me because I couldn't understand. I don't look at you that way. And I don't understand why these things you say, you feel like you need to say in the presence of other people to make yourself seem better. I don't know. But in the moment, like during those times, it was very hard for me to understand our relationship we've had encounters where we've actually even fought and I know that's hard to believe but we have and there was a ladies night we were invited to and let's say one thing led to another and at the I do wear wigs so at the time she had pulled my wig off and I was so embarrassed like completely I'm surrounded by nothing but her friends and I couldn't understand so I reacted and I just like pushed her and I just kind of like left out the room and, of course, everyone came to check on me and console me. But by that time, like, I was completely embarrassed and I really just wanted to go. They got me to come back downstairs and I kind of just removed myself from, like, her presence and kind of sat across the room and just allowed the night to continue to go and not be as bothered. It came time for us to leave. And people were still, you know, aware of what took place about an hour or so prior and they were still checking on me and just you know that was wrong what she did and you know I'm trying and then she even apologized I don't want to take that away from her she apologized she said she didn't know but in the back of my head I always felt like she knew and I just like I said that envy that jealousy something like I felt like there's something between us to the point where you project onto me and I'm showing up for you. I'm loyal. I'm loving. I'm always there. Beck and Kyra. Maybe I'm not who you want me to be, but I'm there. And I felt like that should count for something. So I guess she kind of walked in on one of the conversations and she didn't like it. And her and the girl kind of fought outside. I was late to that party. So I was like unaware. So I'm checking on the other young lady because I know my sister and I know what she's capable of. So the behavior wasn't unfamiliar to me. So I'm just trying to get clear evidence because she was just checking on me. She was just seeing how I was doing, you know, reminding me that that wasn't okay, which wasn't. So after that, my sister goes to say, you're not loyal. And I'm like, whoa, who are you talking to? You literally, this is all because of what you did not me and then you called me not loyal so it's like a lot of name calling a lot of projecting and at that time I just took off I'm like you know what forget it let's just have at it I was so hurt because earlier that at the time it happened I couldn't express myself the way I wanted to there were so many emotions but by that time there was already fighting take place and I was just like overwhelmed with the emotions and I kind of just spiraled blacked out and just you know we kind of had our fight and then I went home a lot of our relationship, I would say, has everything to do with her, the way she projects onto me. And it took me a while. It took me to get to a space of being comfortable with myself, being comfortable with reality, being comfortable with knowing that other people's problems are 
their own issues and not mine. So I had to realize the comparisons, the judgments, the comments, the fight, you know, even the wig snatching off was all everything she wasn't comfortable with in herself. And I'm saying all this to say is that I pretty, I internalized all of this as me, like my problem, my fault. And it made me project myself in rooms insecurely if that makes sense like I really walked in places not feeling comfortable because of things she may have said about me and made me look about myself differently I just didn't have like a sense of who I was and I truly believe that my relationship with her being someone older than me that's supposed to be pouring into me that's supposed to be loving me mentoring me guiding me and she didn't do those things kind of like compared herself to me and she would say a lot of times you know She's still part of the family because she's the oldest, but she, of course, she has a different mom. And then it's me and my three younger siblings. We all share a mom. So we're more tightly knitted than we are with her. And she would see that as us leaving her out or we didn't feel like she was our sister when really that was never the case. But that those were her feelings because of the abandonment that she may have experienced from our father, which she projected onto us. And we suffered the consequences for that was really hard on our relationship just growing up. Like, I wanted to feel safe everywhere, and I just couldn't. Not at home, not with my peers, not with my siblings. So that had took a lot of toll on me and my, like, self-confidence in rooms where I should have been able to walk in confidently. I always had to keep my head down or not feel empowered to be myself because of how other people felt about their self. And a lot of times people don't feel comfortable around people who are confident because they reminds them of things that they like. And I feel now, you know, now I'm in a space to express myself confidently and not be worried about anybody else's opinion that that's what took place. I love my sister. I, I love her for who she is, despite, you know, what she's dealing with. I love my nieces and nephews, but I had to realize that's when boundaries had to come in place. I had to step away from relationships that people felt entitled, that especially the not loyal comment, as if what does loyalty look like then for me to be showing up, supporting you, investing in you, whether it be with services that she provided. I just couldn't understand where those things came into play. But that's not my issue, so I don't want to get too much into it. But... I had to put boundaries in place and boundaries have saved me tremendously. I have other sisters too, where relationships are not as strong. Even the sisters I really, I grew up with in a home, I'm not as strongly knitted to every single person because we're all dealing with different things and we're on different paths. We're at different timelines in our journeys. I'm more aware of myself and those around me. I've, more patience, I'm more kind, and I'm more understanding, but I also realized putting myself in environments where people don't have those concepts, people don't have those skills, they aren't able to fully grasp the way I am. So instead of trying to over-explain myself, overextend myself, I just withdraw. And I'm realizing, which I've always done, I just want to say that, like I always withdraw whenever I'm wronged. It's just better for me to remove myself. But I've learned through God that he's a forgiving God. So I had to realize, you know, to forgive. I forgive my sisters. I forgive everyone for 
put that out there. I forgive everyone, but it was very important for to forgive people who had hurt me in a way that impacted me and who I was in the world and how I showed up. And that allowed me to get back to who I was as well because it wasn't me. It was their own issues that they projected onto me. And I just had to put myself in a space where I didn't allow that to consume me. And the best way to do that is to put boundaries in place. You have to love people from a distance when they begin to hurt you with their trauma, especially when they have to do their own work. As much as I am changed, I realize that everybody is moving differently and at their own pace. And whether they get there or they don't, I express love and gratitude for relationships that I've had built with them. But I also understand where I need to set myself apart from them. And God does that, too. He sets people apart from the community. I remember reading um, the book of Exodus with Aaron, Moses and Aaron. Aaron is Moses' brother. God goes through these covenants and these rules that he's given to his people, and he said to set Aaron and his sons apart from the community. He gives them these nice dressings. They have to go through this anointing. They must have offerings to God and go through these steps of being set apart, and I really understand that now more and more that God was setting me apart once I got a complete understanding of myself that I can't be in the same rooms as certain people anymore. Not that I'm better than them, but I'm in a space where the enemy has them under some type of spell and that that can be trajected onto me if I don't move correctly. So, yeah, but I love my sister. I'm really excited um, that she even sent those tickets. They were so sweet. It was so kind. It was so random. I was like, thanks for thinking of me. It was it just brought me to realization, like, how far I've come in that relationship with her and how accepting she is of the relationship that we do have. As much as she's the only child, so she never grew up with siblings. But you begin to appreciate the genuine people in your life when you realize that no matter how much you have harmed them, how much you, that person has stayed by your side or how much they continue to show you love and not cut you off or not, like, write you off as someone that can no longer be in their, you know, space or worthy of their presence. And just understand that you have to respect their space that they've put in place for their own safety. One of the biggest reasons I started to forgive people was that, you know, who am I to not forgive someone? Who am I to think that I am better than someone to the point where they don't deserve me? when God is constantly forgiving me for every time I mess up. And I had to really like soak that in like, P, you are no better than anybody else. Only thing I can honestly say is my intention um, may be different. I have a very genuine intent with any person I encounter. I come off as blunt, so if you ever had a conversation with me, I'm kind of like a tell it how it is type of person, but my intent is so pure behind it, I'm not judging although it looks like I'm judging I'm not judging I'm just calling things for what they are and depending on where you are in your journey that can hurt you or it could be helpful to you so I had to realize the power of my own words when I do share things with people because I can put them further back or I can push them forward and just being aware of people's spaces like self-awareness is really big for when you want to use your words 
are you aware of this person's feelings? Are you aware where they are with their own feelings? And when you choose your words, are you speaking life or death into this person? So that is something that's really helped me inspire my students, inspire people I come in contact with. I'm very observant, like I said before, so I'm able to read the room and be like, yeah, she's not ready yet, you know, and I'm just like, I understand, and then provide grace, like, that's fine that you feel that way, but, you know, you should be open to other people's feelings or open to others' circumstances, and then some people are well where their journey, and I can just be like, no, you messed up right there, that shouldn't, you shouldn't have did that, you know, and it's all coming from the same place of pure intent. I think a lot of times in the past, the way I've desired to be close to people because I've never had those type of relationships growing up has like hindered my growth in ways. Like I've always wanted tight bonds, tight friendship groups. A lot of people have groups of friends they've been with since they were kids. Like it's like seven of them. I'm just like, I've never had that. I kind of remember one of my classmates when I was in middle school say to me, like, you, you always change your friends. And even to this day, like I'm always going through different groups of people or maybe not groups but different individuals where I'm really close and then we're set apart and I'm really close and never set apart I just feel like people come in your life for seasons and some people are not seasonal some people are permanent and when I meet those people I will treat them as such but every person that has come in my life thus far has taught me something about myself that I've applied in the next relationship not to say that those friendships can't be rekindled but I understand that everyone's on their own journey and they have work to do and you have to realize that people rub off on you so their negative behaviors I see in myself at times and that's when I realize okay it's time to break this up a little bit not be as close and that's where I'm at now so I have relationships that are distant but they're still loving I have relationships that are closer but they nurture me and that's the type of relationships that I long for to be closely knitted with to find like my home to find like my soul family I like being able to talk and uplift people and talk about things that we've encountered and ways we can be better. And some relationships, they, I feel like every person wants someone like that in their life. They just don't know how to handle those type of people. So when they get them, they begin to project their insecurities. They begin to project their trauma onto those type of individuals and now the relationship or the connection becomes draining. So I'm realizing that you need to find people who are doing the work and they're willing to do the work too with you alongside you. And then you guys can grow together because can't water plants that don't give you back anything in return. So I, I just want return on my relationships, and that's where I'm at of forgiveness. Like, I forgive you for what you did not know, but I also understand that with this forgiveness does not gain reaccess. So, yes, I love you, and I forgive you, but this, as close as we were, can't happen until you're in a space to give me what I need in relationships. That way... I'm, no one's overextending themselves. And also through the relationship and the encounters with my sister and um, just other people in general that I've encountered along the way, I don't want to like name drop a lot, but that experience was just so relevant because of the comedy show I just went to and she was the one who sent the tickets and I was like, that's something I could really touch on about our growth and our relationship because even at a distance, she still thinks of me and I really appreciate and love her for that is our relationship has been very up and down, but I'm very grateful for where we are now. 
and I'm sure that she's growing on her own and just as well as I and we can acknowledge that and I appreciate her so much for what she says opened my eyes to because negative or positive everybody has an impact and every impact allows you the ability to grow so with that being said regardless of the relationship of how much it hurt me or what I wanted it to be I realized that I have voids to fill within myself whether it be my confidence insecurities flaws I had to adjust to or things about myself that I had to come to come one with come to the point of acceptance with like this is my reality this is who I am in the moment let's move on because we can't grow if we don't accept where we are because how can you grow from a point of unclarity how can you grow when you don't know where your starting point is so that was very pivotal for me so like I said I really do appreciate her and I really appreciate our relationship and how much it has made me grow and I hope that we continue to grow together or apart however God sees fit that brings me to another point of a relationship that I wish could be different but you know I'm accepting that it is what it is and just love on her while she's here because you only get one mom I love my mom dearly she has a lot of impact on my fun side I'm very fun she's such a host I'm a host we like throwing parties we like to have a good time and I love that about her but then there's times where I desire closeness I desire understanding I desire vulnerability I desire wisdom and I have to realize that sometimes she's not in that place and a lot of the older generation I do realize that they've just kind of grown through they kind of got older through their pain I wouldn't say necessarily grow through it they just not accepted their fate and they just got older and those habits and those ways of thinking just never went away so like understanding that I'm in a different space where I can grow through minds and I can see where I can do better at. I'm not saying it's too late, but everyone isn't as open to those avenues. But I do wish sometimes that my mom and I was much closer. But I realize the family you're building is way more important than the family that you come from. So with my girls, them my girls, like they say don't make kids your friends, but I don't see the benefit of not doing it. I feel like my children understand me much more because of the relationship we have. We get upset with each other, but we allow it to happen and then we write back, you know, there's no grudges. I'm embraced every time I see them. They light up my world. I love my girls. So I understand that the mother that I wanted may not come, but I can always be her. I can be that understanding mom. I can be that loving mom, that supportive mom. Our relationship is so tight, and I hope it continues that way as they get older. And I hope they understand that their mom did everything they had to do to get them to where she is and where they are. And I hope that we continue to grow together. So thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe our YouTube channel for growth purposes only. And I hope to see you on the next episode. Grow gracefully.